so here with uh, my good friend Jeff Skult, um, who is the founder of One Golden Thread, and um, had the pleasure of meeting Jeff when I was um, in LA through kind of very synchronicity uh, style style uh, connections and stuff, which is very cool. Um, and yeah, just wanted to get Jeff on here and just talk about what your mission is and everything to do with you because I think it's a really great, great mission. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you talk about it, Jeff. So what's kind of, um, talk, talk to us about One Golden Thread. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. I love the synchronicity of the way it even brought us together. And you know, even the fact that you um, have had on your podcast um, a deep soul brother in Javon Langford mm. and um, it's interesting because, you know, I had a chance to spend a minute. I wanted to listen to a brief minute of the podcast. I listened to that one and I heard a term I'd never heard before, which is tall poppy, um, which, you know, which, you know, even the name of your podcast in terms of, of, uh, man up, you know, it seems like what, what I, what I heard that to mean in terms of tall poppy is like, suck it up and be a man. And, um, and I think what really one golden thread is, is it speaks to a new version of what it means to be a man who takes a stand. Um, and it's maybe soak it up instead of suck it up. And so um, uh, all of it. And so what one golden thread is, is quite simply, it's a reminder. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder that we are all already and always golden. And whatever pain, whatever blame we may be feeling, whatever shame we may be holding on to, we can... We can let that go by revealing what's already true inside us, the fact that we were born golden and we're always golden. And um, in my experience, my life experience with somebody who has, you know, held a lot of childhood trauma, you know, and then little T trauma um, throughout his life um, um, that, you know, was simply a, a choice to hold an emotion that no longer served. And the most powerful thing that I learned along my journey, which really started in July of 2012, was that we can step into this current experience of our experience and we can tap back maybe to what's always been there. And so this idea of even moving from healing to revealing what's already true inside us is the essence of one golden thread. Tapping into your gold, which is there, inside every single one of your listeners and realizing that that's our point of connection. And so as I was having a journey that was very, um, feeling very um, alone, I had a a sense of a loneliness along my journey of thinking that I was on the outside looking in of of the universe of me that connects to the universe of others. You know, this idea of the gold inside us that, that sparked from something that I wrote to myself as a Life 2.0 Humanifesto, which I could share a little bit, maybe a little bit later, because maybe it'll serve, because it, um, I realized it wasn't about me, it was about we. And the simplicity of this golden thread came to me that maybe I'd go around the world and I'd tie golden threads on people's wrists and I'd ask everybody the exact same question, which I did tied thousands of golden threads around people's wrists and I've asked the exact same question and every single person has answered the question uniquely Mm. and inspiringly. 
and most get chills because they say something that they've never articulated about what's really inside themselves in terms of the gold that's now been extracted by them. Mm. And that's the essence of one golden thread is that we can remember who we are mm. and then we can release it to find out who we are in this moment. And that allows us then to reveal. And then we just repeat. Remember, release, reveal, repeat. That's the essence of one golden thread. And it's a reminder that you're already golden and then we're all connected. And, you know, somewhere along the way, I realized that, you know, I'm not that guy that can simply just go around the world and tie golden threads on people's wrists. And, <laughs> and, um, in a, and I realized that the whole notion of one golden thread was to create a world of infinite sustainability that begins within. Like you can't be out there in the world until you've tapped back to what's in here. And so this idea around sustainability is also around creating things, reminders that aren't just things that we wear on our wrist, but maybe things we wear on our body that tap us back into something, that, a feeling of self-pride, um, of connection, of confidence, of cozy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. They certainly are crazy. <laughs> I'm wearing oh, yeah. one right now. <laughs> so, so, um, so what's what this is really um, pivoted into is is something that is really beautiful, um, and it's a product-led connection movement, reminding us that we are always and already golden, and that's the thread that connects us, and so. Um, the intentionality, I mean, this is also what I'm stepping into in my life right now is the good Jeff. You know, and I think that when we choose to live on purpose and, and be in purpose and in service, we can create um, not for validation or ego or even um, accumulation of wealth or we can create for connection and love. Mm. And when I look at people that are doing what they're doing and they're doing it from heart and soul, that nexus point of connection and love is a really beautiful thought. And that might be a beautiful place also to jump, you know, into for anybody's soul who's listening is to what do you do for connection and love? Focus there. It's a beautiful place to start. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, and, you know, it's definitely something that I try and get across to, to guys who, who listen or, or on Facebook or anything and, it's this idea that you inherently have amazing potential within you, right? It's there. It's, it's not disputable. It's there. And we get very caught up in, um, you know, the, the trials and tribulations that, that happen with life. And, you know, we, we certainly hold on to pain that comes up for us based on events. Um, but it's about getting back to that, that point of power. It's about getting back to that point of understanding that there's that deep potential within you. And when we do get off track where we're not focusing on connection, we're not focusing on love and we're focusing on maybe what everyone else thinks is, is the thing that we should be doing with our lives or the way that we should be behaving, that's when we start to become kind of led astray. You know, when we start to live our lives based on what other people want us we think other people want us to be living or that we think other people would think are the ways that we should be living. And it's going down that path where we we feel like we're lost. 
we feel like we're not living life that's fulfilling. We feel like we're not worth anything because it's what everyone else wants. It's not what we want. Um, so I think it's a, it's a really beautiful, um, really beautiful way to express that through, through what you're doing and the things that you're connected I have a, to. I have a deep empathy um, for the human experience. I have a deep empathy for um, the experience that your listeners as a community um, are going through um, in terms of um, being a, uh, being, uh, having your identity seemingly um, um, cracked, um, having um, uh, your, your definition of being a father where you're, it's, it's, it's a different environment, um, being uh, um, the access upset. You know, I, am, um, I do not have a child of my own. Um, however, um, I was in a deep, beautiful, living together love relationship with a woman when I lived in San Francisco um, for five years. And we raised her son together um, from age five to 10. And when, I, um, when we no longer dated, it was clear that I was my relationship um, with the boy um, was ceasing as well. And um, it knocked me um, powerfully off any sense of access. And when I say access, I mean access to my universe. Um, I felt blame. I felt shame. Um, incredible amounts of pain. And um, it was, it, it incapacitated myself. And this idea of coming back into your power, I think it's a very powerful thing to realize your power has never left you. Your power is there, maybe in this new world of what does it mean to be a man, that these opportunities um, to be knocked off our axis is a great place to take it down to the studs and become a new version of a stud. And to come into a place where maybe um, feeling it all is exactly what you should do and can do. And by the way, I'm not a big fan of the word should. You know, we, should, we shouldn't should all over ourselves um, because the, you know, we are the master of our own destinies and our ships. And there's an opportunity to, um, to just to, to step into a version of a man that allows you to have a full sensory experience of what it feels like to be living on this planet. Mm. Yeah. We're told strength somehow means not being weak and weak and vulnerability equals weakness. And it's, it's all these lies that we tell these stories that we tell ourselves that are lies in disguise are the greatest illusions for us to simply give ourselves self permission to pivot from. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that as well. I didn't actually know that about you, but you know, I've had I've had literally many, many men who have been in a similar situation where they don't actually have kids of their own, but they've been in long term, very you know, deep, meaningful 
relationships with uh, women who did have kids and, you know, when they stopped seeing each other, it was, it was like they had lost this identity as a, as a masculine like role model to this, to this child or, you know, that connection and that kind of guidance and it really, and, you know, obviously for basically all, all the guys who I, I speak to on, on this podcast, you know, when we aren't in that role anymore as a, as a parent, as a, as a, a caregiver, as a love giver to this little um, person in the same capacity that we were before, it really knocks us around and really it, asks, it forces you to ask many questions about, well, what is my identity then? If I am no longer giving this same kind of love and this same kind of connection to this person every single day, or in some cases for many men, unfortunately, not at all, well, then who now am I? Because I was here, I'm here for this child. I'm, I'm on this earth for this child. And I actually tell guys like, you know, it's actually more than that. Your purpose is, is, is greater than purely just being here for your children. Like it's your purpose is here for first and foremost for you, you know, how are you, how are you helping your community around you? How are you help lifting up and leaving this place better than when you first came into it? Um, you know, this, this narrative is, is so <clears throat> almost, it's a, it's a paradox because this idea of like doing anything in here for a man, at least in my experience before I started on this journey of realizing that it all ignites from within, immediately takes us to a place, many of us I think of, well, that's selfish. I'm not selfish, I'm a giver. Um, I, I receive love by giving love. Um, you know, there's an opportunity, I feel like we are, so many of us, and anybody who's listening right now, Anybody who's chosen to spend their time with you and the guests that you bring on is on the cusp of a new conversation with themselves. And that's an opportunity to flip the script, to change the language. And it starts with allowing. It's a self-permission to actually pivot to a new reframe. All of it, pain, shame, blame, this idea of, of, giving love to receive love, guess what? You never receive it fully. Or at least in my experience, in my past, yeah, I'm giving love, okay, now I can receive it. Okay, now that's enough. I've got enough, I, I, I'm gonna push it back out. What happens if we flip the script? What happens instead of giving in order to receive? What happens if we receive in order to give? Yeah. Boundless. <laughs> Love it. I mean, this, this, this theme is so motherfucking on point to what is real, at least in my experience and the experience of the men that I have the privilege of witnessing their experiences in life. This idea of saying, like, my sole responsibility, and you can spell soul however you want is to live in my own authority. The rest is boundless inspiration. What happens if we all did that? I'll tell you what I, what I see. 
Is it the JFK quote? I'll, I'll do. Um, I'll do it to use a little flowetry. So, favorite expression: rising tides lift all ships. Well, perhaps there is magic residing inside this permission to pivot, even in our most dark waters, when we cast most adrift. If we commit to our gold, we become both the rising tide and the ship that lifts. Love it. I mean, we, we, we all got this. This is the thing. Like, we, we and, and, and I got to tell you, we got to tell each other. Men have been dustied and dented. Well, guess what? It's time for us to, to man up in a new way. And that's what I love about your podcast. And that's why I agreed to come on. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Um, because, yeah, you know, I guess the word man up, obviously, in the past has, like, had, you know, very maybe negative connotations where it's been thrown out in, in a way and it's like, well, what is this man up? Like, what is, you know, what is this? It could mean one thing to one angry person who's saying it to another person. It could mean a totally another thing if you say it to yourself, well, I need to man up. It's about defining what this is. And to me, this is about reconnecting to you and what you actually want in your life, right? And I just, I love that analogy with, you know, that quote. I actually really love that quote, a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, it's probably one of my favorite. <laughs> um, so it's interesting you, you said it. But, you know, what, what do you feel like kind of masculinity or men today is kind of missing, What I think masculinity today is missing is a is the grace of receiving peace and stepping into a new version of power and and I and, I, and the reason why I pause there is that I my reframe on this conversation isn't that men are broken. We are not broken. We have misled each other. We have misled ourselves. Um, we have fallen prey to the narrative. We fall prey to doing the man thing, whether it's fixing something, whether it's coercing, um, whether it's controlling. And what I see is that there is a new conversation happening everywhere. And anybody who's listening now who might be feeling that they are alone in a conversation and not knowing where to turn, all they need to turn is to a brother. And all they need to turn to is a brother and open up and say, and start a conversation with I feel, and then I want to be. Mm. Because, look, I think that there's a lot of, this whole feelings get, gets a bad rap. You know, I think in the, in, in, in the typical masculine, feeling that feelings is something that is, um, something that is um, 
going in a circle. It's not a just. It's not, you know, a fix. It's literally being sitting with something. Well, guess what? Sitting with something. I mean, Joseph Campbell said, "You know, the cave you fear to enter is the seat of your greatest treasure, or holds your greatest treasure." And so, what I see is. Um, I prefer, instead of saying what's missing, I prefer to say, you know, what we're finding. Mm. Because anybody on this conversation, anybody who's part of this conversation can literally shut off their phone, walk out the door and have a new conversation with themselves and with others. Focusing on maybe three things. And maybe it's five things, but, you know, um, but it could be something as simple as just one thing. And it's, and it's realizing that um, that they are going to, they came into this earth alone and they're leaving this earth alone. And the best way to share with us is from a place of trust and trust inside themselves and an opportunity to just share openly. Yeah. My, my life changed forever when I took a workshop that, um, that, you know, I mean, this, I never would have been invited on your podcast up until prior to July, 2012. Um, I, um, was empathetic to everyone's journey, but my own, my entire life. Um, I'd be able to sit with somebody and ask questions and follow up questions and extract the gold with them. Um, God forbid, if you ever asked me a question about myself of what I thought or who I was, I would flip it back to you so fast. You wouldn't even know when you asked me a question. <laughs> and I took a workshop that forever, opened me to a jet stream and it was called claiming your voice. And that's where it starts. Claiming your voice simply means who are you in this moment? And not something about I'm a father or I'm a, um, I'm an accountant or whatever, but who are you as a man? What, for what do you stand? And, you know, the greatest gift that we can give ourselves is to embrace it all, all of it. See the pain as those greatest gateways for our most treasured gains. To see ego as something that we don't need to kill, as something that is flying high exactly where it sits. And we don't need to inflate it to coerce or control. Our egos can be our quiet hero when we come from love and soul. So there are some themes that, that um, are so basic and innate that anybody who hears it nods their head, well, that makes sense. And that's where the permission to pivot comes. Yeah. Um, One thing. <clears throat> yeah, I love um, what you talked about there about feelings, you know, and I think as men sometimes, I mean, I definitely know like in Australia, well, going through your feelings and being with your feelings feels like a, maybe a waste of time. It feels like, no, I need to be doing something. I need to be, I need to be going out and, and getting on with life. I need to be moving on, you know, like, and there's just kind of a bit of a culture of not being able to just sit with these, these feelings that you have. And, you know, maybe you don't have a friendship group of, uh, of men who would maybe be able to hold that space for you. Maybe if you feel like expressing yourself in a very vulnerable way is, um, you know, you don't feel safe or you feel like you would be judged if you were to do that. 
And I think it's such an important thing for, for any men to be able to get together and hold that space. Like I, I had my retreat a couple of weeks ago um, with the guys who are in, in our program and, you know, it's just, uh, just that innate trust, that innate like, you know, bond of men who no judgment, just holding space, understanding that this journey can be hard at times and, and having that freedom to express in, in those moments, like it just really, it created a lot of peace. It created a lot of um, transformation for those men who will be out, who are able to sit with it. And I think it's something that really needs to be shifted um, within the culture of, of men. We, um, we, 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 we do this, right? We white knuckle clutch mm. things that we want to hold on to or some things that sometimes we, 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 we're destined to, um, it's def- destined to be a drag on us, but we hold on to them. And so, you know, one of, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening to your podcast that are surfers. I'm actually not a surfer, but I understand what happens underneath the water when you get into the churn. And one of the most powerful lessons that I've ever learned in terms of a visual, because I'm a visual person, in terms of, well, what does this mean to let go? What does it mean to, like, be in touch with, you know, with your feelings and, and to, be, to be open? And it was, uh, it, was, it was the expression of how the big wave surfers survive the biggest spills underneath the water. You know, my inclination, my thought would be that if you see the light, you swim as fast as you motherfucking can to that light. Well, the reality is you probably know as a surfer is that you completely let your body go. You completely surrender to the underwater wave. And then the natural flow of what's happening will bring you to the light. That is a metaphor was the first time I'm like, that makes sense to me. So this idea of surrendering to what you're feeling allows you then to go gracefully and allows you then to clear that's why this idea, even if, if all your listeners only remember one thing from this idea or this concept, play with this. Remember who you are. Remember it all. The feelings that you feel in this moment and then release. Because, and then to reveal what's real and then to repeat. My cousin is a, she understands and studies the brain as like somebody who's like a psych, psycho neuro, all the O's and the, the, the ologists. And, the, and she shared something with me that was a mic drop. Are you aware that any emotion that you feel in your body only actually lasts for 90 seconds? And then we choose to push repeat. Now, I'll raise my hand and say that I pushed repeat on some things that may have lasted as a child for 90 seconds, an alarm going off, a slam door, a word of, I can't give you a hug right now, whatever that might, might have been. And I chose subconsciously to repeat that for 47 years. I'm 53. I'm just saying that I've let go a lot of that shit six years ago. Um, but the idea of remember, release, reveal, and repeat for me is something that isn't about being mired in something for a long period of time. This whole process could take 
could take th- 108 seconds of being in touch with your emotions. It's simply not blocking them. And that is, um, that's a real gift that we can give to ourselves. And guess what? Nobody can give that to us, but ourselves. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that, again, it comes back to the, the power that you have within yourself. You know, you have the power to be able to deal with these things. All the things that you are feeling right now are within you. And so you have the power to be able to change them, right? To, like you said, you know, you can choose to pivot or you can choose to repeat, 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 repeat. And it, I think as well, you know, it's important to reflect on well, why is this happening in my life right now? You know, is there some kind of lesson that needs to be drawn out of this? Yeah. One of the most powerful um, f- frames to ask ourselves where we are is think of any experience you're having inside your human experience as being in one of four quadrants. Quadrant one, life is happening to you. That's when everything is going wrong. It's, we, it's her fault. It's his fault. Why is this happening to me? It's a victim mentality. Quadrant two, life is happening for you. These are these moments where you can say, like, well, why is that happening? Is there something that I can draw from that? Um, quadrant three, um, life is happening um, as you, meaning you are going through this life and you are having your human experience. Quadrant four, which is really elevated, is life is happening through you. Literally, it's just like the inputs that are happening, nothing's sticking. You are simply having a human experience right now. And that's when one of the most powerful lessons that I've ever learned um, uh, from a DJ whose actually first name is DJ. Um, <laughs> and, and I asked him, and he's this super tapped in dude who travels with a case of essential oils. And he's like, he's the man. He's, he, is, he is the man. And, um, and and I asked him, I said, so give me a little golden nugget. What, do you, what, what have you discovered in your life to be the person you are? And, and he started out and he says, thought about it for me, he says, let go of the past. Now we've all heard that, right? Yeah. But then he dropped the mic with the last word. He said, let go of the past seconds. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, Deepak Chopra, you know, I was privileged to, uh, to see him speak. And, and he actually spoke about this idea and then made, then made sense. And he said, what happened five minutes ago on this podcast is a dream. What's going to happen five years from now is a dream. And what's going to happen five minutes from now is a dream. All that we have is this present moment. So whatever you may, have, you may think about what's happened up to this point, Maybe we can look at this, look at ourselves as being in this experience. And all of a sudden, this experience allows us to be a master guide of our why. And I only know because I can raise my hand of how many things that I've held on to as a story with judgment. And that judgment self-incriminates and it creates boxes around people and things and ideas that possibly it's not the kind of container you want to create. You want to create a, a container that allows things to thrive and come alive in how they're evolving. People who understand the human 
experience on a, on a meta science level, understand that we are always metamorphosizing. We are always changing. Everything is always changing. That to me is the most beautiful opportunity to say, what do you want to reveal? It's true for you in this moment. It maybe wasn't true for you, maybe one of your listeners before you started listening to this podcast. Mm. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I love that um, that idea of, you know, the past is a dream, the future is a dream because, you know, many men that I speak to and who listen to this podcast, you know, that they, they get into a difficult situation or they, they get really down on themselves because they go through the breakup it was potentially unexpected and they're like, this wasn't what the plan was meant to be. I was meant to be in the, the white picket fence house, a few dogs on a nice acreage uh, with the, the wife and the kids and we were meant to retire happily together. And this is not what it was meant to be. And so it's like that disappointment or the change in the plan for what they had in their own head has caused them to, really kind of deny the situation that they're in. They struggle to move forward. In some cases, you know, for many men like yourself, it was years, you know, before they could, could actually shift that. So what yeah. do you... Go on. Yeah, so I was just going to ask your opinion. Like, what do you feel like was the biggest thing that was allowed you to, you know, make a shift for... You know, I, um, I stopped judging my experience. Um, um, I also, this is one of the most powerful reframes, um, that came to me as well, which is to release the expectation around duration, release the expectation around duration. Everything is impermanent. Mm. Everything is impermanent. And this gets back to the, the theme we were talking about earlier about this idea of we white knuckle clutch things. We hold things so tightly. A dear friend of mine who's the epitome of courage, her name's Katya, she's stage four cancer and, and she's the living, breathing example of, of um, the gratitude of having another day. Mm. She talks about hold on tightly, let go lightly. Mm. You know, this idea, hold things dear to you and then, and then things are meant to fly. Birds are meant to fly. Release the expectation around duration. This is, the, life is the no plan plan. Mm. We may think that we may have a plan, but guess what? Man plans, God smiles, whatever quote you want to tap in this moment. You know, and, and the moment that you think you've got it all figured out, guess what's coming? <laughs> Shit storm. <laughs> the, the universal bitch slap. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and 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 I love this this even this reframe. I mean, I believe in language. Language is so powerful. Words cast spells. We can choose our spellings wisely. Mm. This idea of we've got it all figured out. What if instead we were figuring it out every day? Mm. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Isn't that exciting? Maybe we reframe it all. Like even in these moments of pain and, and somebody who's listening, who's, they, we wake up tomorrow and we're like, all of a sudden, you, you know, like Robert Mondavi, um, 
he walked around telling his employees to go out and make a mistake today. Mm. Because if you're not making a mistake, you're not pushing the boundaries of the furthest edges of the fruit on the trees far enough. That's where the sweetest fruit is. Yeah. So the, 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 this idea of perfection is the, is, is this, um, this idea of perfection in terms of everything going perfect um, or a life of perfection. Guess what? The perfection is the imperfection. I have this expression, which, which means a lot to me and maybe it'll resonate. Um, miracles are messy. You are a miracle. So go out and make a mess. <laughs> And guess what? Once that miracle, like the chrystalis and the butterfly, that's like this carnivorous thing that goes into this chrysalis and comes out as this perfect little miracle, then it flies. Butterflies are not messy. So when your miracle happens, slide into the flow and enjoy it and love it. And guess what? When, when, you're, when you're going through the chrysalis, know that the strength that you are muscles that you are building are the muscles intended to help you to fly. Mm. The struggle is real. And guess what? Then the snuggle is also real. That's why, <laughs> and that's why we make shit that just makes you want to feel what makes you want to just go hug yourself. <laughs> it certainly does. <laughs> I love it. I love Wait it. Yeah. What's the, what's the message on your shirt? Tucked in the side. Let Take me look. look. Let me look. Smile, breathe, love, repeat. Beautiful words. My, my, mine says, uh, remember, release, reveal, repeat. Oh, really? Are they all different? Or? Yeah, they're, there's, they're, they're different. And then, the, and then and the third one says, you are golden. Beautiful. I love it. Um, yeah, and um, I love what you were saying there about the mastery or having always wanting to learn, always having the mindset of, you know, being, being someone who is here to learn, always being a student, never feeling like, you know, you've always got the, you've got this shit locked down. Cause like you said, you know, universe will come around and just bitch slap. will change some shit up. Well, the thing, the thing that I would say, and, and I, and I, and I say this with, 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 incredible um pride is that i have no mastery over any of this i make i, I make mistakes constantly i forget all the time mm. my rubber band is powerful and snaps back well guess what you know i'm I, I i seek to change that narrative and that's what i'm working on is telling myself that rubber band is now cut it doesn't snap back when we let go of something that no longer serves. So these are, you know, these are um, opportunities just to be deeper into our human experience. And, and to me, um, it warms my heart knowing that there are, are badass, badassers in this world. And that's what we call, if you look at our website, that's what we call the people that are aligned um, with this design of, of thinking is that they're badassers. And every one of your listeners is a badassador if they're here. And the idea is, is that um, we can just simply step into this narrative 
would try and step into this narrative where the women are waiting. <laughs> the goddesses have set the container for us to thrive and to sail. You know, we create containers for others to thrive. The women on this planet have done this. It's time for us to step, to step up by soaking into ourselves and then holding beautiful space for safety and trust and love and joy and peace and power in a new version of ourselves. And we're doing it. Like this isn't the thing that this isn't for tomorrow or next year or the next presidency when we get somebody out of office who represents all men on this world. Well, guess what? That doesn't represent you represent you. You represent you. And that's where it starts. I really believe that, and that's why this, this symbol, which I think you've seen before, this idea of the 108 is really powerful. If you want things that are infinite in terms of love, in terms of connection, if you want unity of community, it starts with you. It starts with one. That's what this symbol represents, infinite love. And that's what's on the side of your shirt. And that's what people can also see when they go to onegoldenthread.com. Hell yeah. It's beautiful. And so tell me, you know, about the, with these t-shirts, like they're, I mean, they feel amazing, first of all. Um, and don't, aren't they made with trees or tell us about that? Yeah, so this idea of nature is really fascinating. Um, I used to think of nature as out there. That's the thing that you go visit in when you go for a hike um, or you go for a swim or what have you. And the reality is, is like nature and us is one. We are nature. Our nature is our constitution of who we are to tap back into nature. When you put your feet in the grass, you feel differently. So what happens when we take nature with us? Mm-hmm. And so the idea of this clean source material, beautiful nature shirt is this shirt is 50% beechwood. And it's 50% world's softest cotton. So I want to just show you, and I don't even know if you've done this, hold your shirt up like this. Okay. And then do it so people can see your thumbs, like this way. And then pull it apart, like with some, with some force, like with your thumbs together. I don't know if you've ever realized how durable this fabric is, but this shirt is literally like a tree because it's a tree. <laughs> It is. And 50% of softest cotton, so you feel like it's the second skin. It feels like it's naked, but better. It does, you know. So the idea is, is that, yes, it's great source materials, but the idea of connecting to our nature is I used to be in a T-shirt business, and I wanted to, for the first time in my life, design something that was for me, like the world's perfect tea for me, and something that I would stand tall and pride with different Something that's different, length of sleeves, length of body for people who, um, who are maybe a little bit taller, it's something that maybe somebody who's of average height, it elongates. So much attention to detail and love went into the, 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 how tight the sleeves are, the neckline that's raw as just like life. All these things, and it's literally like I believe that we can let wear less things that become our favorite things. And by wearing less things become our favorite things, we – participate in a new version of consumption we consume consciously we wear things that we love we wear things that ultimately in the thousand years will regenerate and return to earth and then our version of of infinite sustainability 
is that we source from nature to connect to our nature. And then we go out and we replenish nature for every tree shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, we go out and we plant a tree. And so we're actually doing, putting more, we're giving more than we've received. And what I mean by that is that I don't have the number in terms of how many tree, tree shirts are made from one tree, but let's assume it's 50. Well, for every shirt, we're going out and planting a tree. So we're 50 X. Yeah. So th the idea is, is that it's, it's a new way of doing business. This is all set up as a for benefit, which has social good and give back at its core. And, you know, it's, I'll be really, um, I'll be really um, raw authentic with your, with your audience. You know, there's an expression that a dear friend of mine, Doug Aiken said that he said, when you, a dream that keeps coming back is no longer a dream. It's a calling. Mm. I have not paid myself a penny in two and a half years of starting one golden thread. And I'm not that guy. Um, I've been self-funding this out of, my savings of things that I've done well with in my life. And it's almost to the point of, um, uh, of um, it's been to a point of irresponsibility because there wasn't a sustainable model set up. And now um, what we're doing is we're creating something that's sustainable, which is the whole idea of us as men is create a sustainable version of ourselves that begins with stopping to judge, stopping to fix, letting ourselves breathe. Patience is not punishment and give ourselves self-permission to pivot. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, mate, you know, and uh, it just uh, it really is the epitome of a purposeful or, you know, your, your purpose is breathing and just filtering through this, this, this mission that you've got, you know. It's just it's so beautiful to see. And, you know, if, if anyone's listening who's wondering what their purpose is, you know, take Jeff as, as, as a nice example of something that you should be doing just out of the pure, you know, wanting to help leaving this place better than you left it. Um, and just giving generativity, right? Generativity. It's, uh, it's massive. And yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on Jeff. It's, uh, it's a lovely, it's a lovely thing. And yeah, anyone who's, thinking about getting on board, you know, you should jump over. What, where, what's the best place to get on board with this, Jeff? Uh, follow us on Instagram at one golden thread and that's O N E one uh, golden thread. Yeah. Um, visit us on our website. You can see the unisexy things that we're offering and um, everything again has a give forward component within it. We actually sold through our first batch. So we're, 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 we're doing a new version even of, of how to model this, which is really exciting. Um, we're, we are creating what people want. And so we're inviting people to be back part of the next batch. And that's what we're doing right now. And so you can go online at onegoldenthread.com, um, visit the tree shirt, see what they're about, look at Love Looks, see what it's about, visit the Badassers page and be inspired by other people like Miller. Um, and um, yeah, we just invite you to be part of this ethos, buy nothing. Um, even if you don't have this golden thread, just remember that you're already golden. Um, and if you like, with your permission and your audience's permission, if they choose to stay, I'd be more than happy to share the Life 2.0 Humanifesto that started it all. Absolutely. Love to hear it. Um, and 
to receive this is I came to realize that what I wrote about me wasn't about me at all. It was about we. So it starts with you. And so um, none of, there's no answers in anything that I share. It's all gateways of discovery for your answers, which I believe is the way that we hold mirrors up for each other um, to give ourselves the, um, the ability. So if these words land for you, please receive them as your own. If you'd like to read this again, you could hear it again at onegoldenthread.com. Um, if you click on, I believe, ethos um, uh, and click on the founder's story, um, you can link out to um, the page that has the Humanifesto. Thank you. No worries. This day, I arise to realize there's no enemy inside. To quiet that riot is to live life alive. Right here, I choose freedom from resistance of fear. Swimming in my dark with open eyes, years of fears rise to wisdom sparked from an open heart. Right now, I choose to breathe with my pain. Life lessons revealed my most treasured human gain. Every chance I choose love, kindness, and soul. My ego shines as my quiet hero. My river, my life flows, letting go. Pain to pleasure, imagined failure, euphoric once again. Chasing the light, lost in the dark. This day, I choose to receive those highs and lows as illusions, just the same. My past stories that self-judge and criticize, could they be just lies in disguise? This day, I choose my current experience as the master guide of my why. So that whole first section was around intention, reframing all those things around pain and the gain and ego into, into our quiet hero and all these things around how do we stand for being a man. And then we go into integration. Five simple words. Love myself. Embrace my shadow. I now allow myself to see and be seen. Thus, I see you and you see me. My mind unlocked, my heart unblocked, my voice reclaimed. Those three keys released. The alchemist's search for answers and others may cease, opening me to just be free. And within that good vibe, I know 
my lighthouse guides from inside. And when I stray from my way, the gift of my birth is returned grateful through nature, the green and blue grace of Mother Earth. And this last part is just all around like we've released it and let's just, let's unleash it. And so it's around ignition. It's around our community of even just ourselves. And so this tribe, our tribe, open, unified, electrified, a planetary magic carpet ride, outrageously courageous, we are ready for this. Right here, right now, moment in time. Self-love invites and ignites a shared love. Whatever your chosen energy source, feel that beacon course through you as your life force. This emotion, our devotion in motion. I love the way we love. We live to love and we love to live. Awake in the chance. And when we stumble, perfectly imperfect, we make it part of our dance. In our world, we self-surrender to love. We trust the trust because it's inside us, revealing all around us. The love that you are is the love that we are. I am golden. We are one golden thread. So lead with love. Be joyful. Live curious. Adventure to discover. Ascending our lives as our sexy, beastful player lovers. (laughs) Here's the most of the notes <laughs> Love it, man. Beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, a lot to take out of that. A lot to take out of that. Um, I'd probably recommend anyone who's listening to go back and re listen, you know, because um, it seems like one of those things that wherever you are in, in your life, you'll take away what you need. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, beautiful, beautiful message, beautiful mission. So you've got a second part. What is it? Yeah, so this was kind of the update of the Manifesto because I, I started realizing that, um, that, that I was learning other things. And, 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 it, and, and the reason that I mean, there's nothing precious about why I put things in poetry. I don't think it's not poetry to me. It just flows and it helps me remember and, and, it's, and, and it helps provide a container for sharing. So as I shared with you, the most um, simple, powerful thing that I learned is that you are golden. Mm. Is it, could it possibly be that simple? That's it. That we are worthy. We're enough. We don't need to be fixed. We can choose to let go our old stories to just shed that shit. To step into the change is to truly heal. We can choose to well and just reveal. 
It's a choice to release, dis-ease to ease, to renew from within a welcomed inner peace. And within that reveal, we embrace what is real. Any numbness wells to feel all the feels. When we are open to being open, we trust the trust. Synchronicity fires within we and with us. Favorite expression, rising tides lift all ships. Or perhaps there's real magic residing inside a permission to pivot. Even in our most dark waters, when we cast most adrift, to commit to your gold, you become both the rising tide and the ship that lifts. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I really love that, mate. I mean, like I said, that, um, that saying, a rising tide lifts all ships, like, I, I love that saying. Um, what do you love about it? Well, the main thing I love about it is that um, we're all on the same team. We are on the same team, right? <laughs> so it's like lift your standards, you know, improve yourself so that you can lift everyone else's, you know. It's like we're all on this together. Like lift, lift, lift up your standards, lift up your, you know, your abilities or your whatever it is you want to do with your life so that you can... Be, be an example for others so that you can help others. Like we're just lifting this society that we're in up, you know. Um, we're all in this. I love, that. I love that. And what it speaks to me is the, the new commerce is co-creation. Mm. And co-creation is really where one golden thread is going. Cool. Tell us about that. So what I see that you're wearing right now that tree shirt or this tree shirt this this is a canvas for co-creation everyone's got a community whether it's a community of of individuals that gathers whether it's a company that's a community and so we are treating seeing this as a canvas for co-creation where we are availing this to businesses to buy in bulk and we're going to tell their story in the inside neck of how they're part of the golden thread how they show up their mission and how it folds into this broader collective mission that is the rising tides that lift all ships. So there's something very beautiful that's happening here that I'm so proud to see something that was all, that I created really for myself to start. And it was that pure of intent that I want this um, to be availed to anyone that wants to tell a beautiful story around infinite sustainability and how their community folds into this. So this literally becomes, you've heard of merch, you've heard of swag. I mean, whatever, you, this literally becomes sacred swagger. This becomes that merch that becomes magical. This becomes something that becomes your favorite thing to wear. I don't know how often you wear that shirt, but I don't wear this because I made this. I wear this because I love this. Yeah. And when we wear things that we love and it's got your message in the inside neck of your community and your fans become th taking a stand of how they enroll for your brand, that's magical. And that's where I think we can go. There's three numbers that, that, that we might be reminded of, 52, 87, and three. There's 52 million 
pounds of new clothes created every year. 87% of those will wind up in a landfill or incinerator, and only 3% are sustainable. I believe this might be the world's most sustainable tea, starting with the fact that you'll never give it away. This is a shirt that, from what I've experienced in my own experience and what I see people experience, they live in this shirt, they sleep in this shirt, and they wear it the next day because it's so soft, and it makes them look and feel as good as they are. And I'm not just saying this. I'm saying what people have shared with me and what I'm witnessing. So if we can do that and put company messages on that and be part of this rising tides, lift all ships, we can really create something magical. And there's a golden thread on your shirt down the right back. There's a golden thread on my shirt down the back. There's a 108 marker. So literally, like, we're across the world from each other, and we are connected. So this becomes an anthem campaign for conscious conscious unisexy humans all showing up for a more sustainable world that begins from within. Thank you for letting me riff. I've never riffed like that. And I, that, that was like a unleash. I don't know what that was, but I'd love to get that. Rec- I would love to get that recording because I don't think I could ever do. I certainly couldn't do that again right now if I had to. <laughs> Mate, it was a beautiful, passionate riff, man. I love it. Love the riff. Um, it was just, it must just, you know, it's obvious how much, you know, you, you, you really are coming at this from a, a deep place. You know, it's, uh, it's really, it's beautiful to say. I love the passion. I love anyone who has, you know, that deep of a passion. And uh, I love it when people get fired up. So it's awesome yeah, to see. Uh, it, it, it's, you know, a good friend of mine, Ali Bogart, she's an a incredible yoga instructor and carries so much wisdom. And she said something that's really powerful that I think going back to the whole ethos of this podcast, you'd appreciate, which is depth. Depth is not always best. And so we can just simply, the simplicity of wearing something that just makes us feel. What's that Maya Angelou quote? You know, you may not remember what they say, but they'll always remember how, you make the, how they made you feel. Mm. I know how I feel when I feel. And that's really the bottom line of what we're all trying to do here is just to feel into the human experience. And if we can create things that make people feel uh, more dope on the outside and remind them how cozy they are on the inside and make them 33% more huggable, <laughs> I'm down. They're, they're good numbers. They're good numbers to me. <laughs> uh, Jeff, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Love the mission. And um, yeah, like I said, anyone who jumps on board um, over at One Golden Thread, uh, check it out. It's really, really and, great. And we'll, I think we should create a special code. What's your, what's your gold, one word golden code for living? You personally, King. 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 Okay, any of your listeners can type in King at checkout and get eleven percent off. And I'm going to create that code as soon as we're off the call. Beautiful. That's awesome, mate. <laughs> get on board, guys. Type in King, get eleven percent off, and uh, join the movement. Join the movement. It's a uh, it's a really powerful, powerful thing, and I fucking feel amazing when I I wear this. So. Um, anyone else will as well. Thank you, brother. Cheers, mate.